Yeah, 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 yeah. Much as I love the Queen of Sheba, let's fade right, because I've got loads of excellent music for you this evening. So who am I? Yeah, yeah, thank you, Gavin. Thank you, Gavin, for the last two hours of his cowboy show. We love the cowboy show. He's just... Yeah, he's he's gone out to make me a cup of tea. And I'm I'm going. Yeah, 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 go make the cup of tea. So, um, yeah, so we've got loads of great music this evening, and so I'm going to crack on. So who am I, Denise? What is this? This is Happy Classics here for the next two hours on Sid Valley Radio. Bit of drama to start off with. Why not?
Well, you might have recognised that piece of music. It was the Warsaw Concerto. Now, we're all thinking, sounds like something from a film. Well, you'd be right, wouldn't you? Because that was written actually for Dangerous Moonlight, that wonderful film about the Polish struggle, the resistance against the 1939 invasion by Nazi Germany. So who was that playing, that piece, wonderful piece of uh, music? Daniel Adney was on the piano. The Berlin, not the Berlin, I'm lying, the Bournemouth Symphony Orchestra. I'm so sorry, the BSO. So, so sorry for giving you the, giving the other orchestra your, your credit there. The Bournemouth Symphony Orchestra. To my shame. I'll get it right in a minute. It's been a bit of a busy day today. Uh, <laughs> no excuse. Get on, get on the, get on the case, Denise. Uh, who was the, uh, Bournemouth Symphony Orchestra and conducted by Kenneth Alwyn. So yeah, bit of, bit of drama there. Dangerous Moonlight. What a fantastic name for a, a film. And of course, it would be dangerous if it was Moonlight because if they were doing stuff in the resistance, you didn't want the moonlight out there, did you? Oh, no. So how are you doing? What sort of week have you had? It's been pretty interesting, hasn't it? <laughs> What's the weather doing? I don't know. I'm always, I start off at the moment with the weather all the time, don't I? Because it's just like, what's going on? So there was June, blazing June. What do they call it? Glorious June. And uh, and it gave way to soggy July. A friend of mine came to stay uh, last week, uh, Thursday and Friday last week. And we got up on on Friday morning and, of course, it was raining, as we'd up north, stair rods. Stair rods of rain and it didn't stop all day, did it? So after we'd watched a movie, played Scrabble, played cards, just, you know, looked at each other, read a book and uh, finally the, the clouds parted, didn't they? Or the, or the rain stopped. The, the clouds never parted on, the, on, on Friday, but they, they did stop raining. So we dashed out for a quick walk around Sidmouth. But my goodness, what a soggy day that was. We've had a bit of sunshine today, which is great, isn't it? But I believe, and I'm, you know, you've got to be difficult. It's difficult, isn't it? You read the sort of um, the warnings, the weather warnings. And of course, we're going to have 10 days of catastrophic biblical, biblical rain and uh, thunderstorms, allegedly. You don't know, do you? You never know, because I I think if I want to see what the weather's doing, I will look out of the window. but I know a lot of people like to see what ha- what's happening with the weather because they want to get out and do stuff, and I can understand that. So uh, anyway, but I mean, it's 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 not it's not been warm, and I have to say, bearing in mind that um, Europe is basking in forty degrees of heat, they could lend us a few of those degrees, couldn't they? <laughs> Go on, just a few. We don't mind. Just give us five. We don't mind. <laughs> oh, I'm being very silly, but that's okay. The weather will do that for me. I quite often play music from uh, computer games on the show because although it's happy classics, it's amazing what sort of music becomes known as classical because that was written for a film, the last one we had, the, the Warsaw Concerto, written for uh, Dangerous Moonlight, as I said. But surely music that uh, of the sort that is coming up next will be a future classic. And this is a piece, I've played it before, I think it's amazing. And it's a choral piece. And I'm, I'm desperately sort of begging our choral master to put it into the repertoire at some point because you'd never know that this was from a game called Civilization VI.
Wow. How uplifting is that piece of music? And that's what Happy Classics is all about. Music that just lifts your heart. And even if you've had a really rubbish day, just things like, whoa, we'll just give you that whoosh. And of course, it would give you a lift because it's called Sonia di Valare, The Dream of Flight. And the the um, the composer of that piece of music is a guy called Christopher Tin. And that was Christopher himself conducting a studio orchestra. What a brilliant piece of music. I love it. I'll play that all day. <laughs> well, maybe I'd even get bored after a while, but it should be longer than four minutes long. I'd, I'd listen to that for at least 15. <laughs> anyway, let me know what you think of it. If you like it, let me know. 07565 825041. You can text me or you can email me studio at sidvalleyradio.co.uk or you can go onto our website, click on the little box and it will pop up on my screen. Your message will anyway. And I will say hello and you can give me your opinion on what I'm playing this evening. And if there's something you'd like to hear, then you could also let me know that. And if I can squeeze it in, I will. It's, if you want it to be loud, it's got to be the first half an hour of the show and it gets a bit quieter towards the back end. By the time I'm tucking you up to bed at 10 o'clock, it's a bit quieter, a lot quieter, in fact. This is definitely talking about tucking up into bed. Um, not for a while, because we're now going to play Ness and Dorma. You know that one. Pavarotti. Yeah, that one. And of course, Ness and Dorma, it means non-shell non sleep. Well, you won't if you listen to this.
the unmistakable tones there of Luciano Pavarotti, the master of the high seas. <laughs> I don't know how he gets up there. I certainly could not voice this deep, but never mind. That's why I sing tenor in the local choir, you know. Uh, I'd never, I could never be a sop. The London Philharmonic Orchestra was doing a fine job work, the Zubin Mater conducting. And it was the John Aldis Choir as well. And the Wandsworth School Boys Choir, they were all singing. It was just marvellous. Anyway, Luciano Pavarotti, very much missed, of course. And that was a piece of music that really brought opera to the masses, didn't it? And um, I'm not super keen on opera. It's not my favourite piece of uh, type of music. But there are one or two pieces that amongst them where you just, you, you just think, wow, what a great piece of music. Fantastic. What have I got now? So I'm just starting to decompress. I've been running around like an idiot. <laughs> and I will apologise now because it occurred to me um, after the last piece of music when I was waxing lyrical about um, Christopher Tin, that I was probably talking far too quickly for you to hear anything I was saying. Because <laughs> I've been running around like uh, an idiot today. It's been a very, very busy day. And it's it's difficult, isn't it, when you've had a day like that to just sit and to sit still and be still. It, and I don't just mean still as in physically still, but still in yourself. And um, it takes a lot for me to decompress. So I'm just trying to think, OK, well, let's just let's just slow it down a bit. Let's take a breath. Let, let the listener know what you're saying, Denise, because that would always be useful. <laughs> so I'm trying to sort of you know, <clears throat> rein it in. It's a good job the boss isn't here because he'd have sacked me for babbling like a, a brook over the last couple of links. What have I got for you now? Oh, this is interesting. Now, it's interesting a minute ago that we were playing. Um, we opened the show, didn't we, with the. Uh, the Warsaw Concerto from Dangerous Moonlight, which, of course, was a Second World War movie. And this piece of music now, it's a great piece of music. Um, it's by Eric Coates, and it's from his London suite. <coughs> Excuse me for croaking. It's from his London suite, and uh, this is called Knightsbridge. But when you listen to this, remember that Eric Coates wrote the Dambusters March.
sounds great, isn't it? Knightsbridge. So sounds like a night out on the town there, didn't it? Near the Ritz, maybe. Lovely. Is the Ritz near Knightsbridge? I don't know. What I know about London is it's just a big place, lots of people. Having said that, the number of times I was up and down there for business up until very recently, you know, four, five, six times a year. I should know it better, but, um, and I, I lived and worked in London when I was much, much younger, but you know, I think it's, you know, you've got to go, but then it's always nice to come where it's quiet and green and there aren't so many people. So yeah, sorry about that. Um, Barry Wordsworth conducted the BBC Concert Orchestra with Eric Coates's Knightsbridge. And like I said, he was the guy that wrote the Dambus's March and he modeled that particular piece of music on Elgar's pomp and circumstance. So, uh, he was a big fan of Elgar. No Elgar on the show tonight, I'm afraid. But we have got something wonderful for Jacques. We've got, got loads of wonderful things. Well, I would say that, wouldn't I? Because uh, I'm doing the show. <laughs> it's very naughty of me to big up my own show, but I am here. Here I am bigging it up. So what have I got now for you? Yes, a bit of Orjak, as I did mention. So, And this is one of his Slavonic dances. He did eight. And I like them all. And I do play them all. I, mean, I think I've done one um, every week for the last three weeks. <laughs> so I'm sorry. I'm not getting boring because they're all very, very different. But let's hear this one. This is number four. In F major. Thank you. 
made you want to dance, didn't it? Well, it would do, wouldn't it? It being a Slavonic dance. The number four in F major from Vorjak, as I said, the Czech Philharmonic Orchestra under Yuri, or Yuri, probably Belalavak. I think I pronounced that right. I hope I did. Anyway, someone whose name I can pronounce, Sir Simon Rattle. Yay, that's the guy. <laughs> I do like it when I get the foreign um, conductors and composers because, I, I mean, my my language student days are over. I, mean, I, I did French and Spanish to A-level and that's as far as I got with them, I'm afraid. So, uh, but when, you, when we get some of these Eastern European names or the Russian names, it's like, uh, I can do Tchaikovsky and that's about as far as I can go. Or maybe Rachmaninoff. <laughs> Anyway, what we're talking about, um, I'm just waffling, aren't I? I am so sorry. I hope you're having a lovely evening, by the way. <laughs> and I hope if my wishing going on in the background isn't too distracting that you're enjoying the music. Now, every week I do play, or no, I try to play, my Holy Trinity. And uh, if you are new to the show and you're thinking, I didn't know this was a religious show, it is not. Um, but my little Holy Trinity is, of course, Beethoven, Bach and Mozart. And as it happens this evening, I do have them back to back, which I don't always do. because It depends because Mozart can tend, tends to be a bit quiet. He tends to get a bit more raucous things with Beethoven, don't you? So he generally starts up the uh, early part of the show and Bach and Mozart sort of bring up the rear. But today I've actually got them all in a row. And I think we've got the first of all, I've got first. Let's have a quick look. Uh, da, 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 da. Oh, I think it's, uh, uh, yes, it is. It's the Violin Concerto by Beethoven. And this is where Sir Simon Rattle comes in because he's conducting the London Symphony Orchestra. Thank you. 
That's great, isn't it? I love a bit of Beethoven. Well, of course I do. I play him every week. <laughs> now, that was an interesting take on that because I have played that particular piece of music before. And this is where it gets interesting. Because um, back in the day, you know, when I was much, much younger and uh, classical music isn't my the only piece of kind of music I like. I'm, I'm a bit of a disco diva as well. 1970s, 1980s and 1990s music. And, um, and you know, you'd hear a song that you liked and then somebody would cover it. Somebody would, somebody else would, would sing the song and you think, not, nothing as good as the original. And, uh, and then sometimes you might hear a cover which was actually just a different take on it, just as good as the original, but just slightly, ever so slightly different. Well, Veronica Abel there, who was the violinist, did you hear that bit in the middle where she was just going a bit off piste? And that was really fascinating. I'll tell you who else is good at that kind of thing. Daniel Hope. And I've played a few of his because um, he's done some some of the standard stuff like Vivaldi's Four Seasons. He's a violinist, isn't he? And uh, and he goes off piece as well. And he just brings a little extra something the way that Veronica did on that piece as well. So I just love that. Anyway, that was the third movement. Should we just stop waffling, shall I? That was the third movement of Beethoven's Violin Concerto in D major. And I did say to you at the start that it was Sir Simon Rattle conducting. Well, I might even tell you the orchestra he was conducting in a minute. Oh, that will be the London Symphony Orchestra. So let's have another violin concerto because you can't have too many, can you? <laughs> well, we're doing back-to-back violin concertos tonight, but this is this is J.S. Bach now, and I did say this is a second of my Holy Trinity, and here he is. Thank you. 
lovely, isn't it? Violin Concerto number two in E major there. And that was the third movement. Ton Koopman and Monica Huggett there. That's just great. I love a bit of Bach. Well, that's, of course I do. I keep saying it. I play it every week. So we're off to a wedding now. So hope you've got your nice frock. And you as well, madam, uh, because we're going to go and see Figaro. Well, not all of it, of course, just the, just the um, act one, well, a bit of the act one. Non Pew Andre and um, Jose Van Damme, Mirella Ferreni and Frederica Von, and I can't, uh, Von Stader are going to sing, I think. And yes, yeah, <laughs> I'll get it right in a minute. The Ven Phil are going to be backing them up. Anyway, here we go. And um, yeah, do you take this man? Well, go on then.
like it. What did you think? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We know it was good. It was good. So, yes, that was um, all the people I mentioned before. The Vienna Philharmonic... <laughs> I'll say that again because obviously my mouth isn't working. The Vienna Philharmonic Orchestra, with all those singers, including the Vienna State Opera, all pulled together and put in order by Herbert von Karajan. So what have we got now? Oh, this is a sweet little piece of music. Um, ever gone fishing? I've tried it a couple of times. I rather like it, actually. I've never caught anything. <laughs> but um, there's something, isn't there, about being in nature, sitting on the side of a riverbank and casting your line. So I think that's what Schubert was doing when he wrote this, which is, it's a lovely piece of piano music. It's a piano quintet in A major, but it's better known as the Trout.
Oh, lovely, the trout. I hope they caught it. And if they did catch it, I hope they threw it back in. I don't know what, you have. I don't know what the rules are around throwing uh, fish back in. I don't know. I've, I've fished, but like I say, never caught one. So I never had to do that conundrum around, do you throw it back or do you just eat it? <laughs> the Schubert Ensemble there with Schubert's own piece of music. I love a bit of Schubert. I say that about everything I play. <laughs> Sorry for being boring, but I can't help it because uh, I do play music that I just like. And, um, wow, what can I say? Um, it's nowhere near midsummer now, is it? We've moved on, we've moved on. But let's have a bit of Mendelssohn. It might remind us that in June it was glorious and it felt like midsummer, didn't it, on the 21st of June? And uh, let's hope we get some more of that back soon.
That's a lovely little piece of music, isn't it? The skirt. So there from uh, Midsummer Night's Dream from Mendelssohn. That's the boss sneezing in the background. Sorry about that. <laughs> he didn't quite make it out of the studio door before he exploded. Uh, Alexander Knox um, was on the flute, the London Symphony Orchestra under Sir John Elliot Gardner. And because the scherzo is the bit in um, in the play, isn't it, where Puck messes around with everything, <laughs> changes everything around and confuses everyone. And that little piece of music there, it's just such full of fun, isn't it? You can just see Puck messing around, can't you, and just uh, pulling everybody's legs and watching the fun unfold. God bless him. Now, here's something we don't play too often. It's a bit of Brahms. It's a symphony from him. And this is uh, symphony number one. This is the third movement. <sighs> And uh, I'll just play it while the boss sneezes, keeps sneezing in the background. My apologies. Obviously, something's got up his nose. I hope it isn't me. Thank you. 
Oh, the Starts Capella Berlin there under Daniel Berenboim. That's beautiful, isn't it? I don't, don't play too much Brahms, do I? I ought to do that. I always say that, don't I? <laughs> when I play someone we don't play very often, I go, oh, I don't often play some of that. Oh, I must do more of that. And then I don't. So I'm ashamed of myself. What have I got now? Oh, now this is a piece of music. I love this. And um, I've been doing this thing recently where I've been finding pieces of music that I really like, but finding them um, done differently. So we're going to play a bit of Couperin now. And this is, you'll have heard me play this if you're a regular listener. You'll have heard Les Barricades Mysterieuses, Mysterious Masks, and I've played it many a time. But it's normally, normally played on piano. Today, just for you, dear listener, we've got the Orchestra of the Swan. What a great name! The Orchestra of the Swan under Bruce O'Neill with the same Mysterious Masks by Couperin. tell you how good that piece of music was the boss was in full flow explaining this amazing recipe that he'd just done i have to say my mouth is watering <laughs> so he was ex- he got halfway through this this story and and i turned that music on and it shut him up <laughs> and he went oh, i love that piece of music yes yeah, so do i so it's not just me it's not just me that loves barricade mysterious 
by Cooperin. It is the boss as well. And you've got to keep the boss happy because that means he lets me come back and play next week. So what have we got next for you? Something else in the movies. And this is, um, this is a, a, a quite a modern piece and it's from Disney Goes Classical. <laughs> You're thinking, really, Denise? Yeah. And Mr. Menken wrote this piece for Beauty and the Beast. It's so lovely. beautiful isn't it beauty and the beast and what a great film that is and also when the boys were younger my two boys and i and the husband we just paid off to london and saw the stage show which was very very good as well now this is something that i've only ever played once before and i've been doing this show for three million years well i think it's going to be six years this october and this is a lovely little piece it's uh three and a half minutes of just fun really it's gentle fun the children's intermezzo what a great name. The Chinnike Orchestra under Fawzi Highmore. I hope I pronounced that right. A piece of music by Coleridge Taylor. And it's just gorgeous.
It's a really sweet little piece of music, isn't it? It's a bit of a waltz there. I always find myself swaying gently from side to side when there's a waltz playing. And I bet you were as well, weren't you? Go on. Admit it. We've got the longest piece in the show right now. And I don't play this too often because it is a 16-minute piece of music. So uh, 16, nearly 17 minutes. So this is plenty of time for you to settle in with a glass of something nice or even just a lovely cup of tea. You can't beat that, can you? I like a nice cup of tea and I drink gallons of the stuff. <laughs> I'm like a chain smoker. Have you ever seen those chain smokers that light the net cigarette from the, 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 the burning stub of the one that's still in their mouth? I'm a bit like that with tea, really. <laughs> oh, maybe I should just have it intravenously. I don't know. Anyway, let's move on from the tea conversation. And this is a beautiful piece of music. Don't play it often, as I say, but it's a piece of Vaughan Williams. And I do love my Vaughan Williams. He, you know, he's English. I don't know what it is about his music. You know, he's English. But this is a Fantasia on, on a theme by Thomas Tallis. Just gorgeous. Thank you. 
Wow, that's just gorgeous, isn't it? The orchestra of the Vienna State Opera. And that was just, I love Vaughan Williams. Well, I just, I always say that. I love everything. But I think that's the piece of music. You just, you can just close your eyes, just lay back. And whatever it is that he was seeing that day in the countryside or wherever it was that he was at, you know, and I know it's someone he's nicked it from Thomas Tallis, who was a very, very ancient uh, composer. But um, you can just, you can just see it, can't you? Rolling English fields and, ah, what can I say? I'll stop waffling, shall I, and play something else? <laughs> oh, I ought to say Sir Adrian Bolt was conducting the orchestra. Oh, we're not, we haven't got too many left, 30 minutes to go. Oh, am I going to be able to squeeze three in? Oh, I might have to miss the end of one of them. And let's play this one. Let's, let's stop waffling and play this. Oliver Davis. I really like his stuff. He's a modern composer. And he he writes some lovely stuff. This is not one I've played before, but it is beautiful. And uh, it's from the album, the album called Air. And one part of the movement is called Two Pieces for Four Brothers. I'm dying to know who the four brothers are. Uh, maybe Oliver's listening and he can tell me. But in the meantime, we'll play the first of those two pieces and it's called Flow.
Hanka Brothers were playing that, but a um, wonderful piece by Oliver Davis. And this, I was listening to lots of his stuff at the weekend, so I'll be playing some more of him and definitely will. Um, earlier on, I, I played some music um, with the orchestra of the Swan <laughs> and I've been listening to some of their stuff as well. It's all been rearranged and it's all very mellow, so I might pick up something from them too. And here's something else. And uh, I've been doing this little riff, haven't had the last few weeks. And earlier on the show, I did this as well with the uh, Couperin about a piece of music which is you'd know but is done ever so slightly differently and um, we all know Foray's Pavan we often get uh, Foray at this end of the show because he does some very very relaxed music doesn't he but here's a piece of his that we all know the Pavan and it has been rearranged by uh, Edward Higginbottom who is of course uh, the choir master of the uh, choir of New College Oxford and I know plenty of people that work there I've got friends there hello Will if you're listening and um, and here we go this choir uh, it is it is the Pavan. You'll recognise the music, but it is chorally arranged.
Wow, that's beautiful, isn't it? I wish I could sing like that. Well, I probably could with another 50 people behind me. Well, that's pretty much almost the last piece of music for this evening. I've got uh, I've got uh, the next piece, but I'm probably going to only be able to play a bit of it, so I might squeeze it back in next week. We'll sh- we shall see. So it just remains for me to say thank you again for your company this evening. I hope you've enjoyed the music. I most certainly have. And if you have enjoyed it, tell your friends. And I look forward to your company again next Thursday between 8 and 10. In the meantime, I'll play out now with a piece of music from the movies, Howard Shaw's wonderful music for Lord of the Rings. And uh, even though we are parting company at the moment, this is many meetings, so sorry to be a bit uh, upside down, but never mind. Enjoy your week to come, and I look forward to seeing you or hearing you next Thursday, 8 till 10. Happy Classics here on Sid Valley Radio. Good night.